we go. There we go. We did it. It's a new. It's not a new intro video intro, but I did a little bit of editing and I didn't even test it. We just kind of threw it in there. We're like, Godspeed, <laughs> baby. Let's go. <sighs> so it worked. Thank God. Whew. Yeah. All right. You are tuned in to on and the award winning podcast on and off the field with Durf and Dylan. Welcome to the show, everybody. I almost forgot. That close. <laughs> They're that close. The, the the awards are right over there. I have to. I don't know what to do. I need to improve the setup in here somehow. I don't know how. Where yeah. something can get put on a platform and I can put the awards, like at least mine behind me, and then next time I see you, mm-hmm. I can give you yours finally. Like you have a spot at least. That'll you got a good spot right, right. there. Yeah, that'll work. I don't have that, so. <laughs> temporarily they're sitting right there they'll they will be visible to everyone at some point because i'm very excited to have those in our possession (laughs) award-winning podcast all right week one is over um i think we said it on tuesday i went nine and seven and you went seven and nine because it was the monday night football games that i got you didn't get Mm -hmm. that was where the difference was uh, not a bad start, not terrible. It it was kind of rough, but I checked uh, in, in one of the fantasy football leagues. We do a pick them along with the fantasy football. And I'm in like second to last place with my nine picks because the leaders have 12, right? Oh, wow. Geez. Wow. I suck at this. We suck at this. <laughs> We're not good yeah. at pick them, unfortunately. <sighs> but you know, if you want to see our picks, if you want to see our predictions through the week, if on game day you want to see our takeaways from after a game, because we even post that every week. We've been, well, at least yeah. week one we did it. <laughs> if you want to see this stuff, you can follow, you can like, you can subscribe and share, and Durf will tell you about all of those things. Oh, yeah. Well, you can follow, like, and share on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. All of these are at On and Off the Field. Make sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts so we know so we know how we're doing and what you like or dislike about the show. And you can find all these links at onandoffthefield.com along with our fundraising efforts and to learn more about Dylan, myself, and this award-winning show. Oh, the award-winning show indeed. And the award-winning website. I mean, it's a nice yeah. website. I did yeah, my best. Is. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, you're not going to walk into this website and not know where to go. It's not going to be a disaster. It's going to have a lot of information. It, you know, it's got the about, it's got the charities, which are Feeding America and the Boys and Girls Club of America. Yeah. Um, and then it's got, it. we haven't gotten back to blogs yet. You know, it's very, it's very busy life having a child and, you know, working all the time and stuff like that. So blogs mm-hmm. are kind of dead right now, but it's got all the information. If you're just like, what is on and off the field? You go to onoffthefield.com. Very simple. Um, what else? Anything else we got to talk about? Merchandise. Yeah. Because the store tabs on the website as well. Oh, yeah. OOTF promo code 10% off whatever you want. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
Yeah. That's a good breakdown. I posted something about our uh, the gaming page. The gaming page is dead for now. <laughs> for now. My internet sucks. It's the reality. Strikeout beer in the house. What's going on? I really wanted to tune in your guys' show last night. I really did. But the the baby. The baby. <laughs> yes, last night was kind of a disaster. But I, 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 I'm sad I missed your show. And I wanted to do the Strikeout Beer. I was doing a giveaway of beer. A giveaway of beer. Oh, wow. Nice. I wanted to enter it. But apparently, you, you can't win beer. And they can't ship beer. That's It's not a thing, I guess. <laughs> so yeah I'll, I'll try and tune into your show every time i mean i i, I i'll probably go back probably and, and see what i miss skip through find because i'm assuming you guys talked about some week two nfl football which is what we're gonna do on this show yeah right after we do the other sports i'm eating peanuts because our dinner didn't finish <laughs> so i haven't eaten dinner yet so i'm eating peanuts oh. too so if you hear munching and chewing, that's, you know, sorry. So the other sports, Fred, yeah. I thought about you again. Yeah, that was a, that was a rough ending there. Oh man. Yeah. What what were people saying? Um, the Celtics were about to win the game and then bam, they got blocked because the guy who blocked yeah. it, his name was bam. That's his first name. I think. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just. That was That's insane. just perfect. Yeah. Don't eat on the air. Gee, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I can't do an hour show. Strike out beer here. I can't do an hour show. I'll pass out. I haven't eaten since like noon. I'm fat. I need substance. Substance. <laughs> Danny Lamantia. Oh I man. Danny boy is bad. I haven't seen Danny boy in a hot minute. Yeah. Our local 49ers fan had his heart torn out last week. Um, I think the 49ers are playing the Jets. Yeah. So Dan, Dan's on the side of the Jets. He wants the 49ers to tank. <laughs> He's going to go get Trevor Lawrence. Here we go. That's that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing in San Francisco. <laughs> so yeah, the Celtics lost to Miami. Game one. It was a good game. It went to overtime. This is a seven-game series. It has to be, I feel like. It's just going to go back and forth. Oh, yeah. This is going to be amazing basketball. I mean, it's at least five now. So might as well make it the two extra games to just tear me apart and just go to game <laughs> seven. <laughs> go to game seven. <laughs> go to double overtime again. And oh. then, but lose this time. Oh. And, uh, man, we'll, we'll just string you along. The Celtics are just stringing you along. <laughs> Tugging at the heartstrings. Oh, yeah. Just to tear you down. <laughs> uh, so that was just game one. Game two is right Saturday, now. maybe. Oh, it's right now? What? Yeah. Oh, God. Let's get a score update, Fred. Uh, seven o'clock just started. So. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's fully tipped off yet or not. Yeah, normally there's like a delay at the start of a game. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see, see anything. anything. Yeah. I opened no, the app. The first thing I late. saw, the Giants are beating the Mariners six to four. That's all I saw. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't tipped <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, they haven't. Yeah, we'll go back to that. Maybe we'll we'll check it like end of the first quarter. We'll see what happens. <laughs> there you go. Um, so that's going on right now. The Nuggets 
This is the big one. The Nuggets completed oh, yeah. the comeback. I didn't believe you, Fred. I didn't believe you. Uh, somebody else didn't believe you. Maybe it was TJ. No one trusted the Nuggets to win this game. Yeah. I mean, especially in the fashion that they did. Jamal Murray, 40 points. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George combined for 24. Yeah. Boy. How, how does that happen? Uh, Kawhi, I guess the Clippers just aren't there. Kawhi's Leonard's, Leonard's legacy is dead now. Yeah. They, it's, uh, you can't convince me otherwise that Kawhi Leonard's <laughs> legacy is not dead. You cannot put him up against LeBron or people even had the gall to say like a Kobe and a Michael Jordan comparison. You can't even you can't even put him on the same pedestal as LeBron at this point. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Blowing a 3-1 lead like that and not even showing up and Basically, after they went up 3-1, he did not show up for three, four games, however many it took. He just did. He wasn't mm-hmm. there. And then yeah. Paul George went back to, you know, early bubble playoff Paul George, who wasn't participating because of his depression and anxiety. But it seems like he just he was back for a couple games and then he lost it again. And so the question remains, Doc Rivers is staying. Mm-hmm. So. Who's, whose fault was this? Is it just them not showing up? Are they not focused? Are they sick of the bubble? Do they just want to go home? I mean, do you have a feeling on that? I mean, or is it Doc Rivers' fault? I don't know. I mean, they could. They just probably ran out of steam. They dominated through the regular season. They should have came to the bubble fresh, and they didn't. And maybe Doc Rivers just didn't get it done. He didn't come up with the right plan. Couldn't get his guys behind him to kind of fight strong and win it out in game seven. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you go up three one and not close out. Right. Especially on the Nuggets. There's Jamal Jamal Murray and Jokic. Mm-hmm. That's yep. it. In my mind, that's I I'm not like this is why it's other sports. We don't know that much about basketball, but right. <laughs> that's amazing. But then again, it was 3-1 with the Lakers and Golden State Warriors, but that was LeBron, who was great, an mm-hmm. all-time great. So, I don't know. It just seems weird. I I just think look, look, Kawhi Leonard's a bum. He doesn't play mm-hmm. in the regular season like at all. He rests through like at least half of it. And then he gets to the playoffs, and he's supposed to dominate. You were up 3-1, and he didn't dominate to close out the series. So, if you're not going to show for the regular season or the playoffs, you're a bum. So it set the Western Conference Finals as the Lakers versus the Nuggets. Who you got? I'm taking the Lakers. I think the Lakers are just kind of coming, and they're going to do what the Clippers probably should have done and just been out in four. Yeah, I I don't think LeBron and AD are going to do what Kawhi and Paul George did. Kawhi and Paul George are the poor man's LeBron and Anthony Davis. (laughs) So once you have the actual rich man, LeBron Mm -hmm. and Anthony Davis, yeah, this is, it was a nice run nuggets, but I don't, I don't think you got enough here. And then they still made history, so let it go. They did. I think they're eight and oh in elimination games. Yeah. Cue, cue the music of, you know, things off the top of my head that might be right or wrong. Yeah. I thought I saw that somewhere. Yeah. Ain't no in elimination games. Whew. Pressure's on. Jamal shows up. 
<laughs> and then the Heat and Celtics, obviously. Uh, game one for Lakers and Nuggets is tomorrow night. The Lightning, they play at 8 p.m. tonight, Eastern Standard. Uh, they're trying to finish up the Islanders. Game six, they're up 3-2. Islanders putting on some pressure. Putting on some pressure. Ah, we we thought this would have been over in four, and then the Islanders steal one. It's like, all right, they're up 3-1. They'll just close it out. 3-2? Uh, oh, man. I, I was watching the Rod Peterson show, and apparently yeah. the Lightning have someone a little injured, a little banged up that they're not playing. And every time uh-huh. he doesn't play, they lose. So I'm, I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. I don't know who the player is. I was just, it was just something I tuned into and I saw it. Yeah. I heard him talking about it. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I, I wonder if he's playing tonight. Should probably, should probably figure that out before the show, but it's the other sports. Who cares? <laughs> and then you got some college football news here. Yeah. So the, the big 10 reverses decision after probably a tremendous amount of pressure by multiple people, multiple communities, multiple, multiple states. parents. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they voted again, and they will start their season the weekend of October 23rd and 24th. Um, so we're probably we're about we're about a month out. Um, so they're going to do an eight game season. It'll be six conferences, six in division games um, because each division in the conference is seven teams. So they do six within the division and then they'll play two cross division games. So two on the other side. Uh, So they'll have an eight game schedule. Uh, They are projected to be done before the college football playoff selection weekend. Um, So they should have finished up their big 10 championship by then um, so that they can be still eligible hopefully fingers crossed for the college football football playoff um, schedule supposed to, expected to come out at the end of the week. Uh, I haven't seen anything yet, but the kind of here is what this is going to put some pressure on Pat on the pack 12 for sure. If they can reverse they reverse their decision as well. And the reason the big 10 reversed their decision was because they had new medical information, new medical information, and they were able to get rapid testing, which is one of the reasons why they canceled their season, which is the same as the reason that the Pac-12 canceled as well, um, because they didn't have the testing. I mean, if we go back to uh, July, August, mm-hmm. when when these when these divisions started canceling mm-hmm. or postponing i mean that was the that was everyone you know everyone says canceled 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 but the actual words spoken by you know divisions conferences whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. like i'm pretty sure they're just postponing their seasons whether that be until like spring semesters or you know just later in the fall right because that's all they needed they just needed time Yep. To get the new information, to get the rapid testing. Granted, everyone was upset they couldn't start on time, but guess what? We needed time to figure things out. Mm-hmm. They figured it out. They got their testing. Let's go play football. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why the Pac-12 has said nothing. Um, they uh, there was the the commissioner was on in an interview yesterday, saying that um, they got to go back and talk with. All, all the team, all the school presidents, uh, with their medical advisory board, to see 
if they can actually get the testing that they need there. I mean, the Pac-12 is mostly on the West Coast. They're obviously dealing with a lot of other things right now, which could make testing even that much harder in order to get that there and be able to get the results correctly and support the support the schools enough to even have a season. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. That's see, that's that's a big issue for me. I yeah, mm-hmm. the West Coast has a lot of their own things going on right now, especially yeah. with the fires. That kind of impacts it differently. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the Pac twelve hasn't been having these discussions already yeah. The commissioner comes out and says, "All right, we're gonna have to go talks with the presidents of the." You know, that should have been stuff that's been going on. You know, it should never have stopped. That's right. what I think the Big Ten's been doing. The Big Ten has been, you know, hey guys, just keep an open line of communication. Once we find yeah. your information, let people know. And all right, now we're able to bring it back. Now the Pac-12 is just here, like, oh crap! I guess we should have been talking. All right, let's figure this out, like on the fly. Right. And yeah. That seems like what they did. And that's that's not good for the Pac-12. I especially with the fires, like it was like the Mariners. The Mariners are not were supposed to have this game, this series against the Giants in Seattle. They had to, they were going to postpone it totally, mm-hmm. but they ended up playing the games at the Padres Stadium in San Diego. They had okay. to move the series, which is just weird. It's the Giants and the Mariners. In San Diego. This year and playing in San Diego. <laughs> I wonder how many times that's ever happened during a regular season. Like, that's weird. Uh, uh, but that's really all we have for other sports. Very odd times for college mm-hmm. football. NBA, NHL, working on wrapping it up. Mike Fink, a really, really, really good blog writer. He's ri- writing an article for intriguing matchups for week two. He says, asks, who do you believe Stefan Gilmore is going to shadow? DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett? Also, who wins? Stefan Gilmore. Um, I would have to imagine Gilmore is going to be on Tyler Lockett because mm-hmm. DK Metcalf moves around too much. DK Metcalf plays X, Y, Z, F, Q, W, A, B, wide receiver positions. Yeah, He's everywhere. And Gilmore doesn't move around that much. Tyler Lockett's an outside guy. You know, he's right. he's going to be playing corners, posts, flies. That's going to be his spot. Mm-hmm. I would imagine Gilmore's covering Tyler Lockett. If yeah. he gets put on Metcalf just based off of the lineup, you know, where right. they are for the play. Yep. I would say for the majority of the game, he's going to be working on Tyler Lockett. So mm-hmm. for who wins, you're going to have to stick around on the show until we get to that point. So. Aha, little teaser. <laughs> I'm not going to give you all the information. You have to <laughs> keep watching. Flying here. So um, that's it for other sports. Thank God we move away from that. All right, here we go. NFL news, which is also quite limited selection since yeah. we're playing we're playing football. The yeah. news is you know, soft tissue issue injuries. I feel like they've been up. Now there's an uptick here. I, I don't right. know. I don't have the numbers. I don't have the stats. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we're up 27% in soft tissue injuries from last season, but Los Angeles Chargers center Mike Pouncey has been placed on injury reserve and will miss the remainder of the season. Uh, he has He's going to undergo hip surgery later in the month. Granted, it's hip surgery. It's not really like an ACL or an Achilles, but mm-hmm. those have been prevalent too. That's his second would, one too. That's his second hip surgery. I believe it's his second hip surgery. Yeah. 
Mike Pouncey's up there. He's been in the league for yeah. a while. He's a great, great center. It You never really think about the offensive line and who's on your offensive line until they get hurt. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, we have to try and replace Mike Pouncey, who has been on our team for a decade and has never been a problem. Crap. Now it's <laughs> now it's oh, God, what are you going to do now? Next thing you know, yeah. you're giving up eight sacks. Hey, hey Eagles fans. <laughs> I, I finally watched the highlight reel of him yeah. getting sacked eight times. Mm-hmm. God, that's that's a long day. And it was a lot of it was Carson's fault. You know, yeah. I can I can now stand in front of you and say some of those were Carson's fault. He should have threw that ball away mm-hmm. a couple. He would have at least been sacked five times. Three of them were at least his fault. So to be fair. Yeah. But that offensive line is pretty terrible, though. <laughs> um, but here's, you know, we got some positive news. Some positive. We got, you know, before we, that's the negative news. Now we're going to do the positive news and then move into our picks. Because, you know, you always got to end everything on a positive note. You know, other news ended on a positive note. We're going to get Big Ten football. NFL news. Here's your positive news. NFL stadiums are opening up. Some of them, at least. Uh, Fans are going to be allowed into some stadiums. There was already fans of the Chiefs-Texans game. Um, Let's see here. oh, Oh, so let's see. This is two different pieces of news. I misread. (laughs) Because <laughs> Fred added this in here. I misread this. So I'm just going to keep going with what I was going with. All right. The, the Titans are now allowing some fans in their stadium. They announced they're going to allow fans. In uh, a couple of other stadiums, that was the main one. I know there's mm. a couple other stadiums that are starting to open up as well. So we're slowly, you know, the Bills, they only said no fans for you know, the first four weeks, I believe. I know that's what Seattle said, only for the first mm-hmm. four f- first four home games. Right. And we'll see. We'll reevaluate down the road. Now we're starting to see things open back up. And yeah, David Timmons says Cleveland will have 6,000 fans tonight. So Cleveland, there's another one. Yeah. He, he also yep. said the Seahawks will beat the Patriots. That's that's his prediction. There you go. All right, there you go. But uh, since we're opening up stadiums. Mm-hmm. I know Fred has a piece of news here that I misinterpreted. <laughs> yeah, so we had our first uh, first positive COVID nineteen case uh, from the Chiefs and Texans game. It was a there was a fan who tested positive. Um, Kansas City, the Chiefs, and the Kansas City Health Department worked together extremely well, and through an extensive contact tracing, they were able to figure out where the fan was um, anyone they were with in the stadium. And then they got, and then, so they ended up having to inform 10 fans that were at the game last Thursday that they should be quarantining um, after possibly being exposed to COVID-19 last Thursday. So one positive case, not terrible. That's actually, I would say it's pretty good for a, for a team that, or for a stadium that allowed 16,000 fans in. Yeah. I'll take it. Like, and they, I mean, I saw that the, like, the fan was following the rules, wearing the mask. Like they met all the guidelines. His, he might, he probably had it when he, before he even walked in and put the mask on. So that, that's, that's impressive, especially the contact tracing. Yeah. I mean, it was a matter of hours. That's crazy. 
because you have to you have to be on top of that stuff. So yeah. that's that's well done from the the chief staff, whoever was in charge of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I would imagine it's the chiefs have to be in charge of that, but well done. That's yeah. it's kind of scary, you know. There was a positive case. There was 16,000 people and inside that 16,000 people there was a fan that had COVID-19. But you know what? He followed the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, he was wearing a mask. And guess what? Only only 10 people had to be quarantined. Yeah. You know, what if this guy wasn't wearing a mask, just walking around coughing, spitting on people? <laughs> He's just doing whatever he wanted. You yeah. know, that could have ended up being 100 people, 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. whole stadium could have ended up getting infected if, if they weren't careful. So well done to the fan. Well done to everybody else. So as, as stadiums start opening back up, that's good news because I know a lot of people are starting to get a little antsy. <laughs> I know I'm upset. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to see Seattle and Buffalo for another eight years. Yeah, that's rough. That's probably the most 2020 has impacted me in a negative way, though. So to yeah. be fair, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the worst thing that's going to happen to me this year, I'll take it. That's mm-hmm. It kind of hurts my feelings, though, not going to lie. So <laughs> if you're ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Week two. <laughs> I tell you what. Week one flew by. It really I can't did. believe there's more football tonight. Right? It took me a second to realize that. I think it took me watching Dan Patrick this morning mm-hmm. to realize, holy crap, there's football on tonight. <laughs> it's like, that's just because there's really only two days. You got Monday night football. You get two days off. You're already back. So yeah. I know one of our other friends said this week is dragging for him. This week's been flying by for me. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Like, it's nuts. He just needs to get a different hobby. He needs to get some hobbies, I think. <laughs> you know, he has to make yeah. a podcast. That'll help you. There you go. I'll help fill up your time. That's a full time <laughs> job. So tonight's game, Cincinnati mm-hmm. at Cleveland. I, I saw I see. I saw a meme. I saw a meme right before I got on here and it said mm-hmm. 2019. Oh, man. Cincinnati at Cleveland for a f- primetime football game. This sucks. And then I said 2020. I'm just happy there's football. And I'm kind of, <laughs> I, you know, I got to agree. Yeah. You, you just got to take it. You got to take yeah. the good with the bad. Cincinnati at Cleveland is not exciting. Um, no. <laughs> it's not exciting, but one way or another, it's going to kickstart one of these franchises. Yep. This will either be the game Baker Mayfield and this offense clicks because it's mm-hmm. Cincinnati yeah. and they're off to the races or Cleveland keeps struggling. And then Joe Burrow clicks with some of his wide receivers, tight ends, and this their offense gets rolling and they win the game. It could go either way, because if yeah. the if if the Browns play this week like they did last week, <laughs> well, in week two, like they did week one, I guess, since it's the same week. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, I yeah, what mean. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow will roll him, but I could also see easily. This is the conundrum. This is the problem with Cleveland. I want to say there's so much talent on that team they should roll Cincinnati, <laughs> but I can't say that 
because I keep saying it and it doesn't happen. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that. I, I Those words never came out. I'm not going to say that <laughs> phrase. David Timmons says, I can't wait to see Baker Mayfield get embarrassed at home on national TV. So we know his pick. I just, <laughs> yeah. God, Cleveland just gives me a gives me an ulcer trying to I try to defend them sometimes. <laughs> Every once in a while, I try to defend them, but they don't yeah. deserve it. They just don't deserve it. Um, unfortunately, I should really change this, but I'm not going to. I'm ta- I'm taking Cleveland tonight. They're at home and they're yeah. playing a rookie quarterback and they're playing the Bengals. They they should win this. And right in any normal world, they should win this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think the I think the Browns too. I mean, I just don't think Cincinnati is going to click enough against the Browns to get Joe Burrow rolling. Like he looked like a rookie last week because it, like there was no preseason, so like it was his first live action really against another team. So I, I think Cleveland might be might be a little bit more put together. They're definitely more put together. They've had more time together, but mm-hmm. they just something is wrong. And I don't know what it is. And I, I like I said on Tuesday, <laughs> I want to say <clears throat> the fact that this is the fourth head coach for these Browns, led by Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. in three seasons. I'm I'm putting it on that. Which if I do put it on that, that means at some point this team will figure it out. They'll get enough reps together. They'll watch some film yep. from last week and they'll figure it out. In reality, mm-hmm. that's what should happen. So that's why that's why I'm taking the Browns to maybe they figure it out right here and now. Maybe. Yeah. But we'll see. I, I feel like there's something with Thursday night though. Cleveland's got some kind of thing with Thursday night football games though, too. Do they? From what I can remember, they actually don't play terrible on Thursday nights. So it's like the opposite Weird. of Kirk Cousins. Like he, Kirk Cousins yeah. doesn't play well in prime time, especially Monday Night Football, but Cleveland does. Yeah, I mean, I, I the rumors are out there now. They're mm-hmm. looking to shop Odell Beckham Jr. That's, Perfect. I think he's on like two of my fantasy football teams. <laughs> hey, Not maybe sending him to another team will help you. There you go. <laughs> you never know because he ain't doing jack in no. Cleveland. Uh but yeah, so we're both on the same page with the Browns. They should be able to figure it out against this just odd young rookie yeah. Cincinnati team. Next up is the Buffalo Bills at Miami. Yeah. Buffalo Since- all day. <laughs> I wasn't even to give you an option. <laughs> You know, by the end of this season, if we go back through our picks, both of us will pick both the Seahawks and the Bills to go sixteen to zero, which is just not the reality. But it's just, no. it's just they should give win it a, this game. Why not? Give it, give it a couple weeks. So I'll change yeah. my mind. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. You know, since it's in Miami, I, I kind of at least thought about this for a brief moment. But then after what I saw happen last week in New mm-hmm. England, I. I, you have to take the Bills here. I'm not going to say it'll be a blowout because it's in Miami. They normally play better in Miami. Like the the actual the Dolphins play better in yeah. Miami. We saw them go. They beat the Patriots last year in Miami. So mm-hmm. it's 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 possible for an upset here. But I think the Bills are young, hungry. I don't think they let that happen. So 
Yeah, they're more. I think the thing is they're more cohesive right now as compared to Miami. Definitely. So Miami's just got a whole bunch of new pieces. Right. Buffalo's like a. They're getting to be that fine-tuned oil machine that's just gonna. You know what you're gonna get out of them, and they're gonna jump all over you. Who do you think? How do I want to word this? Because I don't want to make it too easy for you. Yeah. Do you think Josh Allen is the leading rusher? Or do you think Devlin Singletary slash Zach Moss are the leading rushers after this game? After this game for the season? No, like for like for this game, who like do you think will be the leading stat? rusher? The, like, the, will the running backs be the leading rushers, or will Josh Allen be the leading rusher? Because that's the problem right now that we saw out of week one. It was just yeah. the running game was just not there, except for Josh Allen. He was running the ball. He fumbled, but at least he was mobile. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss were not mobile. I'm going to go running backs here. Okay. You think they they think they can run it against I think the they'll figure it out, yeah. Okay. I'd like to see them get a big lead early yeah. so they can allow the run game to take over mm-hmm. and give them the reps. Uh, Cleveland beat the Jets Thursday night football two years oh, ago yeah. in weeks in week two or three when Baker came in for Tyrod and won the game for them. Hey! Was that the, uh, the Bud Light locked up in a cooler game? Oh. Where all the locks like, unlocked and there was free beer throughout the city? I think that was the game. Because that was after they like went 0 and 16 or something, and then they said once they yeah. win a game, we'll unlock these coolers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds that sounds familiar. So Baker came in and opened the coolers. We'll have to confirm that with David. He maybe <laughs> yeah, it was David confirms. Yep. <laughs> so Thursday night football, <laughs> it's magic for the Browns. So there we go. We confirm that Cleveland will win tonight. We both have the Bills winning. The next game is the Rams at Philadelphia. I have zero, zero faith that Carson Wentz does not die this game. <laughs> Aaron Donald will kill Carson Wentz. That's my hot take. Yeah. That's my hot take. Cue the hot take sound, the fire horns. Woo-wee-woo. Carson Wentz dies. <laughs> Aaron Donald. From what I saw, the Rams playing Dallas, mm-hmm. the Eagles have no chance. The Rams played yeah. well on offense. The defense was outstanding as usual. I I have no reason to believe the Rams shouldn't roll them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the fact that the Rams have this running back by committee figured out right now, which is going to take the pressure off Jared Goff. Yeah, it's Rams all day. And they got fresh legs coming through there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like usually when you hear a team say running back by committee, you know, usually that means our main guy will get most of the carries, but then, you know, we'll get this second, third stringer in here for like mm-hmm. a couple of breaks here and there for our starter. That's usually what they mean. The Rams are literally changing out the running back every play, if not, you know, every other play mostly. Mm-hmm. You know, Malcolm Brown's in there. One, two rushes does good. Okay, here comes Henderson. You know, he's going to catch a pass, maybe run a, run for one. And then they bring in Cam Akers. They're all over the place. It's fresh legs yeah. constantly. You don't know. It, it's different running styles. You don't know how to tackle Cam Akers. Oh, crap. Malcolm Brown's in there. He's going to barrel me over. Like, oh, God. Like, you don't know what's coming. 
it's great. It keeps the defense on their toes for the run game. And yeah. this is why the Rams went to the Super Bowl. They're paying attention to these three running backs. Oh, crap. Jared, Go- Jared Goff just threw a 50-yard bomb to Cooper Cup or Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. This is what put them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of nervous about that with them being in the division. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it seems to be working for them, at least through one week. David Say in the house. That's his Islanders playing tonight, seeing if they can tie up the series. And then David Timmons gave us an article, but I can't open that link from where we stream. <laughs> that might be the link. You know, if you click that link, I'm assuming that would lead you to Cleveland beating the Jets Thursday night football. That's the game log. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for providing that for our fans. If you want to check that out, thank you, David. Um, so we both have the Rams. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. That's going to be brutal for the Eagles. And this is what I said from the beginning, from the offseason. I have no reason to believe the Eagles will be good this season. I don't. People want to believe. The wide receiver core is just weird. It's injured. Mm -hmm. It's old. Carson Wentz is injury prone. They have Miles Sanders, but he started the season injured. They lost two offensive linemen to injury. The defense. (laughs) (laughs) That literally came out of nowhere. Good Lord. Oh, um, and the defense is suspect at best because they lost. They have they have Slay back there from the Lions mm. for cornerback, but that's literally it. Um, it's a bad team, and I don't understand why people think it's a good team. That's just my opinion. Hate me, hate me if you want. Uh, the Giants at the Bears. <clears throat> we do differ here. We do differ. All right, this is our first one. This is it's interesting. It's it is a good game. Maybe it's not a good game, but you can see why there would be a difference here. This would be one of those games where you could see two people disagreeing because you trust the Bears, you t- trust Mitchell Trubisky over the Giants' defense, but you also do you trust Saquon Barkley to get going again? He just struggled against Pittsburgh's defense. Now he has to go against the Bears' defense as well. It's it's a tough back to back stretch for Saquon. Um, I, I I don't know. It's a it's a tough matchup again. Two two tough defenses in a row for the Giants. So I just based off of struggling last week and going against yeah. another good defense, I just think they continue to struggle. I'm taking the Bears. All right. I mean, I, I get what you're saying about tough defense for the Giants, like the Bears. They're looking at like top 10, top 15 defenses, I think, coming into the season. But they also gave a bunch of points up to Detroit last week. Early. Don't sleep on Detroit. Like I'm saying, like the Bears flopped on them and then yeah. in the beginning of the game. And I mean, that could be just the team getting under, getting under, under themselves, like getting used to it. Um, I just think Saquon is going to have a better game this week compared to playing against that, that stout. Literally the number one defense in the league. Well, it's hard to get worse. Fifteen well, carries, six yards. Right. <laughs> what do you say? What are you saying? Fifteen yards, ten, ten, uh, fifteen carries, ten yards. Is that what we're going for this week? No, I would. I would aim for <laughs> close to 60, 70 yards. Yeah. Um, but I also think with Daniel Jones, we saw the the blips of his progression this year, and like I said on Tuesday, like Jason Garrett is like match making match made in heaven for Daniel Jones right now, like. They're going to analyze that tape 
And now he has that live game footage, so he's going to come back and play, I think, better. And I think Daniel Jones plays better than Mitchell Trubisky. It'll be a good game. It's our first one we differ on. I'll keep a close yeah. eye on it because maybe maybe Mitch Trubisky can make another second-half comeback. Who knows? See what, we had to watch it for four quarters, apparently, because Mitchell Trubisky comes alive <laughs> in the fourth quarter, I guess. Who knew? Uh, My mother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to hear me dish on your Eagles. I apologize, but you, you can believe all you want. It feels good to believe and make, you know, they had a miracle season with Nick Foles and maybe they come alive this year again at some point. But yeah. on on paper, it does not look good. Um, Falcons at Dallas. I originally wrote down Dallas for this game. Yeah, I originally I picked Dallas because I just thought, well, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks just dropped. 35 points on him and he threw four touchdown passes and he lit up that Falcon secondary. Mm-hmm. So Dallas should win this easy. They have a great wide receiving core. They have Dak Prescott. They have Ezekiel Elliott. But then I remembered Ezekiel Elliott, that offense, whether they admit it or not, that offense runs through Zeke Elliott mm-hmm. and that Falcons front, you know, four, seven, however many mm-hmm. you want to call it is stout. And the Seahawks yeah. could not get their run game going, but we have Russell Wilson, so it's fine. Right? They have Dak, they have, if Zeke's not going, they have Dak Prescott, and he struggles when the run game doesn't get going. Yes, and that has shown its time. We have seen that time and time again. So, if mm-hmm. Zeke does not get going against this Falcons front, and that's what made my decision. I officially am picking the Falcons. Right. So I like what you did there with. The Falcons defense and Cowboys offense, because I looked at it the other way. I looked at the banged up Cowboys defense that's mediocre last week versus Matt Ryan, who was the league leader in passing yards this past week for for the 450. Like if that Falcons offense gets on, gets going, like I take the Falcons offense over that Cowboys defense all day. Yeah, I'm not sure who's in their secondary, to be completely honest, because I know they sent their top corner, Byron Jones, to Miami in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's in that secondary. I, I feel like it's not terrible. I think they might have someone back there. I just don't know who. But I know Byron Jones was the big one. And then they lost Van Der Esch again. Yep. This guy yeah. can't catch a break. Holy crap. He breaks his collarbone, so he's out for a couple weeks. Well, a few, few more than a couple. But Man, that guy just cannot catch a break. They're middle linebacker. God. Have you seen the, the video of him on Thailand with the doctor like just whipping his head back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. Like if he if I don't hit a broken collarbone, like why was he not in more pain? He's just like, <laughs> I got a broken collarbone? What are you talking about? I got a broken collarbone. Look at me. I'm moving my head around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> I was like, ow. I, I saw that in game. Yeah. And- I, they didn't know what was wrong with them at the right. time. They were just, they said, you know, maybe they're looking at like uh stiffness or like a concussion thing. You're, they're like telling them to do some stuff. But yeah, later when, later on when they said it was his collarbone, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that had to hurt a little more than that. Oh my <laughs> God. Hurt. Oh. All right. Next up, we both got the Falcons just to confirm. Yeah. Uh, next up is the Lions at the Packers. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> granted, last season the Lions 
lost the game, you know, right at the end both mm-hmm. times. So the Lions might have the Packers number, just like a little bit have their number. Like they have like they have six digits out of seven. You know, they're kind of they're kind of <laughs> they there. almost got a complete phone number. Yeah. But this season seems a little different. Uh, the Packers put up 43 on the Vikings. That's spooky. So yeah. I, I don't give a Lions a chance this time around. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with you there. There's there's no there's no question there. Aaron Rodgers is uh he's starting the season off with a vengeance, apparently. Yeah, he's a man on a mission, and that mission is uh let's get this rookie quarterback off my back. You know, let's <laughs> let's get the monkey further off my back. You, yeah. you can ride the pine and keep your mouth shut. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Packers easy. We got the Jaguars at the Titans. I went back and forth on this, but at the end of the day, I realized if I picked the Jags, it was with my heart and not my head. Right. Um, so I did pick the Titans. I think Derrick Henry should be able to tear through this defensive line pretty mm-hmm. easily because that's what they do. You know, he did go for over 100 yards against Denver, but that was on 31 carries. He could easily get over 100 yards on 20 carries this game. Right. Um, Jaguars just, I don't think they have enough there because the Colts are trash. I told you all. <laughs> I love rubbing it in people's faces when I'm right. But when I'm wrong, I try to be on the down low about it. But, you know. <laughs> the Dolphins lost. I get it. Thanks, guys. I know. I picked them to beat the Patriots. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I got Titans, too. Yeah. I always look. I don't know. I never really look at defenses on the team that I pick. But Titans defense. You know, I kind of forgot until someone mentioned it. I kind of forgot Jadeveon Clowney was in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Did, did he have an impact in that game? I really didn't. I didn't really look for him. I just, I had no idea. I watched the whole game, but I never even heard his name called. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I really had, I just wasn't looking for him. So I don't know if that's a good thing, bad thing. Maybe he was injured a little bit still. He's a little banged up from when he was in Seattle. I don't know. Um, Vikings at the Colts. Easy Vikings pick for me because. Yeah, crash. Marlon Mack's <laughs> done. Yep. So they're going to be riding Jonathan Taylor, the rookie out of Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The Vikings didn't have a bad day against the Packers. It wasn't terrible. No. Yeah. The Vikings are still a good team, and the Colts are not. So. There you go. <laughs> that's. I guess that's my pick. <laughs> Do you agree? Yeah. You got anything else there? Uh, no, I, I completely agree with you for the Vikings. I just. Yeah. Colts, uh, they looked pretty bad last week, and they aren't looking too good for the rest of the year. Well, Philip Rivers over there. So, how many more weeks till we got till? Uh, oh, Jacob Eason was the rookie they drafted. Let's oh, see how long yeah. they got till he comes in. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Philip Rivers has got someone breathing down his neck too. Or not? Yeah, uh, yeah Philip Rivers. Yeah, well, I don't know what. Yeah, yep, that's, that's what I meant. Forty Niners <laughs> at the Jets. I know our I know our boy Danny Boy is uh, thinking the Jets are going to win this one. Even even if the Niners are not that great a team, they're still going to beat the Jets. <laughs> they're going to beat the Jets. Let's let's calm down. The Forty Niners aren't that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have a like Richard Sherman just got put on IR now. I saw that. Yeah, like. This team, this team is a mess right now. I mean, maybe these people come back from IR, they get a little bit healthier, 
you know, Debo mm-hmm. Samuel comes back healthy. Ayuk is healthy. And maybe, you know, they start utilizing Mohamed Sanu. Maybe they make a run at the end of the season. Like maybe yeah. they can win. They can put in a string of games. But as of right now, these guys are not good. But I'll I'll still take the Niners over the Jets any day. That's a that's easy. Yep. And Frank Definitely. Gore is a starting running back for the Jets. <laughs> Frank Gore is going to have to run into the front seven of the San Francisco 49ers. God bless you. <laughs> God save your soul, Frank Gore. I love you, but no. Broncos at the Steelers. Yeah. That On paper, another... it's a good game. Yeah. I feel like it's an easy pick, though. I feel like this is just like the game we just talked about. It's one of those where like, you look at it and like, yeah. Although, Ben Roethlisberger did say that after Monday night's game, he literally felt like he was in a car accident. That's yeah. not good from your starting quarterback. Yeah. He said he felt like he got in a car accident like on, on Monday or Tuesday, whenever they played. And he said the next day I felt like, you know, something else happened, like something a little less severe. And then mm-hmm. he says, hopefully tomorrow I'll feel like I only fell off my bike. Like he's, he's in <laughs> so much pain right now. I, and that Broncos defense isn't a joke. I mean, we saw them, mm-hmm. you know, they put up a fight against mm-hmm. Tennessee. It, it, this wasn't as easy for me. You said it was easy. It was, this was not an easy pick for me. Uh, I did. I still went with the Steelers. Yeah. But you know, it, it took me a second to really think about that because the Broncos aren't really going to lay down, you know, I, but right. my concerns came with drew lock mm-hmm. trying to go up against this defense. And yeah. I, I was a little bit happier that they have Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, but now Philip Lindsay also has a little nagging injury as well. So really it's just Melvin Gordon. So I had to go with the Steelers Panthers at the bucks Panthers Panthers surprised a few people last week. Yeah. Put up 30 and you know, if I had to pick a team, I think I did pick the team, the sleeper team for the season. It was, you know, I guess my official one was kind of the Cardinals, but even deeper sleep was the Panthers. Yeah. I, I don't know why people hated on them so much. They they drafted such a great rookie class of defensemen, mm-hmm. and they, they did pretty poor against the run. You know, obviously just Jacobs, three touchdowns. So if you want Leonard Fournette or Peyton Barber to have a day, on your fantasy team this week, you know, I'd, I'd put them in there <laughs> after seeing what Josh Jacobs did. Yeah. But I, I still have the Bucks winning, though. Yeah, I feel like Tom Brady got super flustered at the end of the Saints game. He's probably going to try and do too much this game, but I don't think the Panthers are quite ready enough to make him pay for that. I mean, if some of those rookies can get to Tom Brady fast. Like it's young versus old right now. This is a very young team against a pretty old team. Chris Godwin just got put in concussion protocol. Mm -hmm. If there's a week, if you want the bucks to go zero and two and shock the world, this is the Panthers week to do it. But I don't think they quite have it together in week two. Maybe we'll revisit this the next time these two teams play. Obviously it's in division. We'll, we'll Mm -hmm. revisit this, but week two, I'll I'll have to give it to the vet. After seeing some of these picks, let's see here. Washington at Arizona. 
this was I don't know, this one was a little bit easier for me. Yeah. I don't know about I don't know about you, but I, I I just can't forget about that defensive line anymore. I always it was in the back of my mind, always has been in Washington. Mm-hmm. But Kyler Murray is so fast. He's much more right. athletic than Carson Wentz. Yep. If anything, he'll just be able to get the ball. If he needs to watch the Washington tape and watch Carson Wentz and and see those plays where Carson Wentz doesn't throw the ball away. And he Mm -hmm. has to realize, holy crap, here comes like six people and just throw the ball away. (laughs) Yeah. That's so I think I think he'll I think Kyler Murray's gonna be able to do that. Yeah, I, I think so. I think this Arizona offense, I think, is just in much better shape as compared to Philadelphia. So I think they're gonna give that moderately decent defense for Washington some struggle. And I I mean, I didn't see a ton of highlights from that the Washington Philly game, but I'm not I'm still not I'm not sold on Dwayne Haskins, but that's gonna take I'll never be sold on him, so <laughs> Yeah, no, the offense was not something to marvel at. <laughs> right. For that, for that, I mean, they still score. They put up twenty-seven, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's, they had the ball in the second half for a long time since Carson Wentz spent most of it on his back. Um, <laughs> the Chiefs at the Chargers, man, I, I have so, I always go back to this from last season. The Chargers just were right there with the Chiefs in both those games last year. That defense, they know how to tackle the Chiefs. They, yeah. they improved that defense this year. I'm pretty sure they played both those games without Derwin James last season as well because he was injured. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like they're missing him. They know how to play right. the Chiefs. Is it going right. to matter? No, because the offense sucks. But I have the Chiefs winning this, but I think it'll be close. I think it'll be closer than people expect. I'm really curious to see how tonight's game goes for the Bengals as to how to reference the Chargers defense status. That's fair. Okay. Like that's where I'd be curious. I'm still I'm still taking the Chiefs. Like Super Bowl champs, they're yeah. clearly firing on all cylinders with a little bit of NOS getting shot through all those cylinders at one time. So there's no worry there. The Chargers will probably still give them a really good fight though. I don't know if there's enough potency on the offense right. to keep up with the Chiefs, but I think the defense might help keep that offense at least in the game for a little while. Yeah, there it might get blown open, you know, fourth quarter. But I, everyone loves Tyrod, Tyrod, however you want to say it. Everyone loves him. <laughs> it's just there's no explosion on that offense. Right. And and that's where it's because that's what the Chiefs have. The Chiefs, their entire game plan is explosion. So it, it's tough to dink and dive against that kind of team because as soon as you give it up, you know, you dink and yeah. dive, go three and out. You know, you only get five plays in, maybe give it back to that Chiefs offense. Mm-hmm. Well, that defense is going to get tired. <laughs> yeah. So it's, well, my mom also did not see too many highlights from that Eagles Washington <laughs> game, especially not from the Eagles side. <laughs> Another dig at the Eagles. What do we got here? The Ravens at the Texans. Ravens all day. Yeah. It's, they have the easiest regular season schedule. So, yeah, like, they do. But do, they have the biggest chance to go sixteen and zero for no reason. Yeah, that's if they go sixteen and zero. I 
I'm I'm not going to be that impressed. I'll be impressed, I guess, because it's still a tall task to show up every week and win every game. Right. But, but the easiest schedule, but with Lamar Jackson, they have another. They, their defense is. I don't want to say their defense is slept on because the offense is so great that mm-hmm. you don't even really think about the defense. But they right. added Clayus Campbell to that defense. That's not fair. It's a. They have right. a good defense. Uh, the Texans. I'm running out of nice things to say about the Texans. You know, <laughs> Deshaun Watson's there. Congratulations, I guess. I don't know. J.J. Watt was rated in 99 in Madden. You didn't hear his name once last week. Dude is not a 99. Get out of here. Nope. Pats at the Hawks. Talked about this a little bit early on. Who's Stefan Gilmore going to cover? Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. I think he'll be on Tyler Lockett for a majority of the game. Mm-hmm. Some scenarios might put him on DK. But I think Tyler Lockett will be the the main concern for Gilmore. Outside of that, um, I, see the concern here is a lot of people think the Seahawks should just let Russ cook every single week, and it comes down to game plans. And right. that that <laughs> that Patriots front seven is not very good. So if you mm-hmm. want Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde to have a week, I think this is the week Russell Wilson takes a step back and lets yeah. the run game take over. I could see that happening very easily. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's only going to throw like 15 passes and we go back to like you know the Seahawks <laughs> of two years ago where Russell Wilson never got the ball. Um, but I think I think Russell Wilson realizes he's a smart guy. He's a team player. Mm-hmm. He wants to win. He doesn't need to throw the ball and get four touchdowns every week. If the if the running game is there, I mean, th- I think this is a week they could run it. But I take the Hawks winning this regardless. Whether or not Russell Wilson has to win it in the fourth quarter for us, right? <laughs> if he has to do it, he will. That's fine. But yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I'm taking the Hawks too. Um, my I guess my thought was the defense. For the for Seattle, I think they're going to give Cam Newton troubles. I think Jamal Adams will give Cam Newton a lot of trouble. Yeah, you read my mind. Because even if you want, you know, I was going to say, you know, you know middle linebackers play spy mm-hmm. a lot, so you could say Bobby Wagner could spy Cam Newton right. a lot, but you don't even have to let no. Bobby <laughs> Wagner go full out. Let Bobby yeah. Wagner cover the tight end the middle guy whatever you want let him mm-hmm. run at you know let him cover the box let him do whatever he wants you can you have jamal adams right cam newton is going to have a rough night if jamal adams is there covering up cam newton and that run game which i kind of want to have a hot take and say cam newton has under 25 yards but he's an athletic dude i think right i think 25 is a little unfair but yeah we'll see um, uh, my mom says they talked about Watts elbow. That is true. They did bring up his elbow. They, <laughs> they talked about how they talked about how his right elbow is the one that's injured, but he wears the, the brace on his left elbow or his right elbow. I don't remember what they said. I don't, <laughs> he's not a 99. <laughs> no, he's not a 99. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. The other primetime game. That's a head scratcher is the saints at the Raiders. And there's only one reason. There's only one reason. Aren't they in the new stadium? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. That's why it's a that's why it's a primetime game. Yep. 
It kind of sucks because the Saints are going to poop on him. Or will they? <laughs> Michael Thomas I, out for a couple weeks. Yeah, but I take Drew Brees over Derek Carr. Yeah, every day. Alvin Kamara over Josh Jacobs. I don't know if I would take Alvin Kamara over Josh Jacobs, but uh, I don't want Josh Jacobs against that Saints front. Right. Because the Saints, that Saints front is pretty dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, their secondary is very sketchy, but it's it's pretty right. hard to run on them. I think, I think, you know, it's hit. I feel like it's hit or miss with the Saints because some weeks they'll let teams run all over them and put up forty five points, and other weeks it'll be like a slugfest. It'll be like twenty to thirteen. So it's just whenever they want to show up, right? But those are our picks. We agreed on. All of them except the All Bears and Giants. Uh, yeah, I think so. Actually, well, that's boring. <laughs> all right, well, well, we either be all terrible or be good. <laughs> you know, it's so it, it, we're not gonna either. The gap will widen by a game, or it'll close by a game for our season record. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, but that is our show. We'll let everybody go because there is a game tonight. Mm -hmm. Cleveland against Cincinnati Bengals. Hope everyone enjoys the game. Hope everyone enjoys football because we have football. It doesn't have to be a good game. That's probably why I stayed up until 2 o'clock in the morning watching the Titans and Broncos game on Monday night (laughs) because it's football. You just have to enjoy it. Soak it all in, folks. Mm -hmm. Soak in all the football. All right, Fred. Give these people a piece of advice while they watch their their football game. Protect your nuts.